Yo, 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 haha, yeah. You have now entered into the squared circle 101. You got your man, Sonny Iliano, aka Rico Suave. Now with me is my man, Shooter. Now since we started this, he had to delete his Pornhub page. So you can't find the ladies, I'm sorry. Now. It was under Max Dynamite. <laughs> yeah, we're here to discuss the sweet science. That's actually his name in the ring, too. I should say that one for next week. But are you ready, my man? Man, what am I not? So let's get it started. It's time to breathe easy. The champ is here. Now, once again. Hold on, before, before you get started, you, the funny thing that you say about that is. I don't know about y'all, but I've, I've always uh, I've always thought about doing porn, though, man. And then Max Dynamite would be my name. My whole theme would be every scene, every different scene, I'd wear a different pair of Air Max 90s. <laughs> so, like, the think of the theme, though, man, even dudes would be searching my page because I'd always have the new hotness on there. Even though you have to blur it out. Yep. But if I'm wearing some dope, if I'm wearing some dope kicks, mm -hmm. I'm doing my thing, I'm on my job. Mm -hmm. You gonna? I'm gonna get my sales up, man. Nike might have to sponsor me. I don't know if they can be affiliated, but right. I mean, Max Dynamite. Don't steal that either, though. That'd be the name of the first title too. That'd be <laughs> the intro to Max Dynamite. Yeah. What Air Max ninety or those? Air, Air Max nineties. Air Max nineties. <laughs> oh, that's, that's the name of the mean. album. Get the box hit right here at Squared Circle One One, <laughs> and make sure you download that Squared Circle app. You can find it in the App Store. It's in the iOS. Whichever one you got, we're on any podcast app you might use, whether it's Stitcher. Just throw one out there. We're on there. If you, oh, you have an Android phone, you don't want to download the app, go to the podcast in the Google Play. Hey, you don't want to download the app on Apple? You ain't nothing. But you can still find us in podcasts just under that section, and you search us. It might still be under Talking Smack 101, but it'll be Squared Circle 101 shortly because everybody will find it, and we will move forward. So that's why we, you know, we, we're an evolving show uh, with what we talk about. We want y'all to tell everybody what we talk about. Hopefully, we're just pure entertainment, your power hour of boxing. And now we, we think about throwing in these little quotes of the day. All right? You got a quote for me? Yes, I do, sir. Yes, I do, man. It's going to be the first quote of the day that we're going to start doing, though. Um, something that may get you through your day. Nothing too long, nothing too short, but something hopefully it pricks your heart, man, and it stays with you. Struggle has built more champions than privilege. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Now, we're going to work on this. It's something evolving. The introductions won't be longer than the quotes. I, I guarantee it moving forward. So that sometimes it just happens when we set yeah. it up. That's a good... Uh, so uh, one more time. Uh, Can you say it one more time? Please? Struggle has built more champions than privilege, man. It's uh, that struggle, man. You literally... That's something that's deep down inside mm -hmm. you that you can pull up and muster when you feel like you can't go on no more. And that's the reason why I like that, man. That's the reason... That's the exact reason why Roberto Duran is a world champ mm -hmm. and somebody like Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. Is not. Is not. Is not. <laughs> so not. that's, the, that's the exact... That's a great analogy right there. Because I actually have him on another list of things we might talk about later um, but that's that's i love that i i recently had a class on uh, inspirational leadership and i have someone that's close to me and you that, that we know on a professional level is a very inspirational nice person yeah. i'd like to give a shout out to my man zach um don't even know if he's listening to the show actually i know he hasn't because i asked him yesterday but i'm a peer pressure now by telling him to give him a shout out yeah. but yeah but those are good people to have around and i always like to say that just because i wanted to bring up to you since these drop every thursday we're actually going to have a Thanksgiving episode. We're going to drop that. So that's how we're going to do it. I don't know. You'd have to hey, listen to man, find man. out. I'm actually excited for that now. I didn't, even think, I didn't even think about that's that, That's what man. I'm talking about. See, those are things you learn in life. Inspiration. I just gave him inspiration. So hopefully that's what we could do. And maybe put a little smile in there. Get some pure entertainment. This is your power hour of boxing. The champ is here. And we're here to discuss the sweet science. So now let's go ahead and recap on a... A very good fight to watch, I thought. Ricky Burns versus Kirill Relic. That's a tight name right there. Kirill Relic. Kirill Relic. That's like a, I, I kind of I do kind of like saying Relic. Sounds I like understand a, that. a Middle Eastern rapper. Now Ricky Burns. What did I tell you about Ricky Burns last week? I wasn't paying attention to you. It's a, it's a tough guy. <laughs> He's a tough guy, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. You have to beat this guy with pure toughness. That's why. He he got his butt beat, and and the guy he was who was beating him quit on the stool. That's you don't make that kind of toughness up. Actually, you actually would. I mean, it's kind of like an urban legend, Man. but still. But now, pure toughness against Relic. 
if you didn't know who won the fight, on paper, it was a unanimous decision. It was a unanimous... Oh. All right, all right. I'm interrupting now. It was a unanimous decision. One one person had it 118-110. The other two judges had it 116-112. Far too locked First person, to where were... What fight were you I have, at, brother? And, and it, was one of the, it was one of those fights where... I only watched it once, but I think I'm going to go back and watch it again with the volume off. Mm -hmm. Now, since you're fighting it, since Ricky Burns is, yeah, since Ricky Burns is fighting in his backyard, the crowd can influence the way that a fight is called. They, like anything, like this guy fought on his back foot the whole fight. Literally, I think he came forward maybe once or twice. A couple times in the eleventh round, which was the best round, and then maybe like the eighth round, he started. To, yeah, the round eight, he started to turn it on. So how but did you have this fight scored? I didn't score the fight, but I was sitting because I was just I was okay. Really, just an eyeball test. Who do you think won? Man, I would get. I would give it a split decision. I would give it to. I would give it to Relic okay. because he he dictated that he applied okay. pressure and he dictated the fight. He kept switching to southpaw and orthodox. Uh, the only thing that really bothered me about uh, Kirill Relic was his endurance sucked. Mm-hmm. It really like you can tell that mm-hmm. he got tired, but mm-hmm. like the whole fight, Ricky Burns let him dictate the fight, and then um, he like he was able to counter, but he missed a whole bunch of shots. They I didn't, both I missed didn't, a lot of shots. It was a sloppy did. fight. It was a sloppy fight, but it was a good fight. I thought entertaining wise. It was. It was but entertaining, but I don't understand how that was one of the. Now this is what I'm gonna tell you. I had the fight. I had it scored a draw. And that's based on that. I will take that. I'll and that's take, based I'll take on that draw. And that's based on them not giving Relic that knockdown in the last. And then the <sighs> knockdown. Okay, so I can tell, like, when you do it in slow mo, you can tell when somebody's trying to hook you and swings you down, or if somebody just happens to miss the head and you just catch them with a forearm. That was, that's a knockdown. That was a that's knockdown. a knockdown. That's a knockdown. So, but now, even even with that knockdown, Relic would have. Well, I'd have Relic up by one Relic, point. Well. I know the knockdown. These judges. I'd have him up by two points if he didn't do that little elbow shot, little the little shoulder pop. Yeah. Now I get it. Why you did it? You're getting frustrated first time on the world stage. But you got you got to out tough Ricky Burns, bro. You got this is a tough dude. If I am in a bar fight, I want Ricky Burns right next to me because he is a tough dude. If he backs up any farther, he's gonna end up outside the bar. Uh, I, don't want, I don't want my man backing up. I need somebody who's coming forward like my man Kareel Relic hey. was. If I'm going anywhere, Relic may not be able to last throughout now, the whole fight, but I know he went down fighting. Now, this is... Now, I'm going to tell you, I agree with almost everything you say except for uh, Relic. I don't, I don't think he really dictated the whole fight. He, look... That's how, big, that's how Ricky Burns fights. He's always moving. That's always his style. Moving backwards. Moving side backwards, to side is side one thing is, and trying to, try to find angles. He was moving straight backwards. Against a guy like Relic, he has to go straight back because obviously his power bothered him. 21-0, 19 knockouts, yes. Them body shots at the beginning was killing him. But then when Ricky, Ricky Burns, he'd go back, hit the ropes, and then Relic was so predictable. It, it was his one-twos and Relic right under it to the left. Ricky Burns got right off the ropes, right around him. And then he kept following him. And eventually, if you saw in the third or fourth round, Relic stopped cutting off the ring and started chasing him. And then that's that. That at that point, if I was a Scottish judge and big fan, I might, I might get hyped up in the crowd. Um, but actually, but I, I remember the judges. One was uh, one was from U.S., one was from Venezuela, and the other one was from England. So yeah, but it, it's when I when I say I want to talk, I want to watch it again without the sound being on. Yep. The crowd, I was, think, yeah. heavily, heavily into It was like that watching a Manny Pacquiao fight with a bunch of Filipinos. They, yeah. they cheer on every swing. Every swing. No offense to my Filipino brothers, but yeah, I, I just don't watch Manny Pacquiao fights with you. <laughs> That's all. Speaking of Manny Pacquiao, how how you feel about this Burns relic? You like that? You feel good with that one? Yeah, I'm okay, fine good, with good, that. Good. Just yeah. want to make sure, because I want to talk about Manny Pacquiao versus Vargas. We're not going to touch too much, but it is the next coming fight. But I've read a couple articles about reports of Manny Pacquiao getting tired in training sessions. And I've read a couple articles where um, Jesse Vargas has actually been knocking out his sparring partners. New second fight with his new trainer, John Jackson. Where's he from? Tag Town, Tacoma, Washington. He's from the town. That's right. If you listen to episode 8 
on the Squared Circle app. Sorry if that kind of yelled in your ear. But episode 8, you know the shows. Squared Circle 101. You can find us on Twitter. It might still be Talking Smack 101. We're adjusting that. Squared Circle 101 at Gmail is where you hit us up. Squared Circle 101 at Instagram is coming soon, baby. And you can find us there. Make sure you download the app. Tell your friends and family about us. We need that love and support. Give us feedback, too. Now, episode 8 is where you can find the interview with uh, the great... Tom Mustin. And the Tacoma Boxing Club. They still need your support. Facebook.com forward slash Tacoma Boxing Club. But he had a great little story about John Jackson. Now, his first fight with John Jackson, Jesse Vargas knocked out Saddam Ali. That was a fight where Saddam Ali was supposed to go in and dominate. Yeah. And he got worked. So, hearing Vargas knock his sparring partners, I, I can believe it. Uh, but at the same time, uh, what a, yeah. I, it could be, could it be just a ploy, though? You go in there thinking you're fighting a week in Pacquiao. Because I remember us talking last week about this. And we were like, you know, a lion's more, mm-hmm. most, most dangerous when he's near his end. Mm-hmm. So if you go in there, you you did, never under, this is the one sport you never go in there under, underestimating mm-hmm. your opponent. So you don't know what kind of Mackie Pacquiao. I, so I, would, I would approach it. I would approach it like it's any other dangerous fighter. Mm-hmm. But you know what? When, uh, whenever I hear that people are knocking out for sparring partners, you know what it goes back to? That sparring? Nah, not bad sparring. Uh, Mayweather versus uh, Canelo when they, uh, mm. when they told Mayweather that Canelo was knocking out all of the sparring partners. I ain't no sparring partner, mm-hmm. is what Mayweather said. Mm-hmm. And Manny Pacquiao is no sparring partner, mm-hmm. so you better watch out for that. That was my one hope when Pacquiao fought Bradley the third time. I was like, maybe he's slowing down. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, also right on there. that, um, one of the cats that um about that Manny Pacquiao fight... Top rank Bob Arum just signed a, a new kid named uh, Teofimo Teofimo Lopez. He signed the top rank. He's an Olympian lightweight. Uh, he makes his debut on that uh, Pacquiao Vargas undercard too. So uh, is it reason- the third time that top rank has done this with an Olympian uh, that they kind of introduced him to the world on a pay per view fight? The first one was uh, Zhao Shiming, Shiming, the two time Olympian from China. Um, it was uh, the Pacquiao versus Bradley fight. He was the opening act on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry, first fight on the card. And then also was uh, Lomachenko shortly after. Yeah. He, he got the same treatment. So Top Rank likes to do this. Uh, so far, um, they're one for one with Lomachenko. Yeah. And then Zhao Shami, we haven't seen him fight in a while. So yeah, maybe he'll um, try to hit some gold with this uh, one. The reason why I bring this up, too, is because he's been in tra- training camps with uh, Sean Porter. And he's also sparred with uh, Guillermo Rigando. Who you know I'm a huge fan of too. So if you know if you're in there with him, man, iron, iron sharpens iron. So I want to see what this kid's about. RNS. So now we're gonna find out definitely what it's about here. We're not gonna make any picks on this fight yet, but it's interesting to hear because this is I, I remember they did this before with the Pacquiao versus Timothy Bradley third fight, but Jesse Vargas turned a little leaf when I saw him fight Saddam Ali. Um, I did not see that style from him. He looked really really good as far as for his his diversity and the ability to. Move and make changes as you move forward. Now, we have another loss in boxing. The great Aaron Pryor. Now, this is a fighter that before both of our time. Now, I know I know Aaron Pryor because uh, when I was a kid, my dad had me watch the second fight with him and Alexis, Alexis Arguello. Yeah. If you don't know about their fights, you must watch them. They're great, exciting battles. Mm-hmm. Now, we're going to give him a little quick, you know, rest in peace, 10 count. And, uh... From there, you know, we might we might actually talk a little bit more. Rest in peace, Aaron Pryor. Rest in peace, champ. That's right. Now, now there's a lot of controversy, if a lot of people may have heard, on the second fight with Aaron Pryor and Alexis Arguello. The first fight was a classic, though. Classic. 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 It was a good fight to watch, actually. I just second fight was just as good, long. but I believe it was somewhere either between the 13th and 14th round. You can hear in the corner, with uh, in Aaron Pryor corners, where Panama Lewis was the trainer. 
If you don't know who he is, we're going to talk about that in a second. And he, uh, one of the assistants was like, hey, you know, I'm thirsty, I want to drink. And he told them, not that one, the one I mixed. You clearly hear it in there. Clearly said it. Which is a indication possibly of some performance enhancing, some kind of stimulant, so maybe maybe just a little bit of speed in the bottle. Who knows? Yeah. You know, this is this is uh this is, I think it's mid seventies and this is probably this is during Coke days. It could have been mm-hmm. some yayo, for all I know. But Panama Lewis is also famous for the Louis Resto and Billy Connell and the story of the documentary there. That's why he is banned from boxing. Banned from bad boxing person. and that's a um and if person. we don't do you remember what the uh, name of that uh that documentary was it was a uh, it was a uh, death of the fight of the game it was one of those and we'll we'll look it up in we'll a look second it up to, here. Uh, yeah that was a great one cuz my dad sent me that on a VHS tape from from uh, Vegas yeah cuz it was actually it was actually on a few years back and I actually watched it and uh resto he's been just like you said he's banned from the sport of boxing mm-hmm. but uh you said Connolly Billy Connolly Con- Billy Connolly Collins, Collins mm-hmm. he ended up uh, committing suicide yep Committing suicide because of that that fight uh, mm-hmm. broke him too. It was a uh, it was a good fight, even though it was uh, yeah, <laughs> it was it was a great illegal. fight still. And it's one of those things like uh, you know when you just hear about it from the outside. If you don't watch that documentary specifically, that uh, you know you kind of just you're mad at Resto, but then when you see kind of his perspective, just being a soldier, kind of listening, you feel a little bit sorry for him. And and Billy Collins Jr. thing was weird too because they had a lot of lawsuits and. And they offered him fights. He chose not to take them. But Panama Lewis is the one we want to talk about. Big F you. No shout-outs for you, bud. But big rest in peace to Aaron Pryor. Thanks for the boxing entertainment. Assault, in, a, assault in the assault ring. Assault in the ring. That's what it was. It's a good documentary if you guys want to watch it. Uh, check it out. I love boxing documentaries. I love them. They're pretty good to watch. I like Chance. was another good one. But that, that first Aaron Pryor-Alexis Arquero was a great classic match. Great classic match. Now, not a lot of boxing going on right now this past weekend, except for that recap. We got one coming up. We got Tony Ballou versus BJ Flores. Uh-huh. So we'll go, we'll discuss a little bit about that fight coming up and we'll make our picks. Why don't we just talk about it now, man? We ain't got nothing else to yeah, do. Right now, we got nothing else to yeah, do. We'll get it out the way. Tony Ballou, uh, you might know him from the movie Creed, Pretty Ricky. That's the only way you guys are gonna know him. He's a cruiserweight. You don't hear too many cruiserweights uh champions rolling around. Um do you want to give your pick first or my pick or what you want to do? Where are they fighting? Fighting the U.S. or England? England. You're taking too long. <sighs> Tony Ballou's going to win this fight. Yeah. Tony Ballou's going to win this fight because one. B.J. Flores ain't impressive. B.J. BJ Flores is not impressive. Um. Don't, and don't BJ quit your day Flor- job. And then BJ Flores is also four years older than this. Now, and I'm not talking about, oh, he's 22 and then BJ Flores is 26. No, Tony Blue is 33 and BJ Flores is hey, 37 years BJ old. BJ Flores is a decent commentator. He, <laughs> That's man, about as much as I can say for you, BJ. Yeah. You know, I, I got not really nothing bad for you. I'm just not impressed by your record uh, his, and his, lack his of resume. resume. His resume is abysmal. Yeah. No recognizable names on there. I could beat some of those dudes. You, hey, man. Is it cruiserweight? Yeah, you know. He's a, he's, he know, might man. be a little bit light in the booty, hey, man, hey, for that hey, one, hey, though. Hey. Uh, this is about how I win. Yeah, hey. Right. <laughs> how I win. As long as you get paid. Get that no, but uh, Tony Ballou, his, uh, his record, I mean, he has a Don- He got Isaac Chalimba on here twice, who you know Chalimba from just uh, fighting the Sergey Kovalov. Mm-hmm. Donna Stevenson, uh, he's lost to him. That's a good loss. Uh, you got Nathan Cleverly twice on here. He lost to him twice? Uh, no, he won the second time he won split decision. Split decision, but he lost that he did lose the first fight. So and those are so This Nathan is a good Cleverly. fight for TV itself in boxing because Tony Ballou is a solid dude. He's a solid fighter. Um he got I, I've seen him fight a couple times, good entertainment. Um he's he's pretty entertaining too, you know, talking wise. BJ Flores though. He doesn't have star power, neither nah, one of them. Neither do, one of really. them do, but BJ but. Flores, man, is a guy that he, he hides behind his record and lack of resume. But he's got that little PBC deal commentating. But still, I don't, I'm not impressed. I hope Blue beats him hard and good. Now, we you know we try to look at what to talk about. We, we're not here to be your news source. We will bring you some news. Hopefully nothing but good news with the Power Hour of Boxing and Pure Entertainment. It's the sweet science. And we, my man here had an idea. It was something we saw on TV, uh, YouTube TV. About most satisfying L's. 
not LL. I'm not referring to my pops who might be called L or Big L, rest in peace. I'm talking about the L's they take and people we want to see take those L's. There's a lot of people who want to see LeBron lose the first year with Miami Heat. I was one of them. Yeah. Um, the, the thing is, we was going through just doing my research and just watching old fights, man, trying to become a student of this uh, here sport. I just you come across so many things, and then you know there's you got boxing, oh, Illuminati. They say, videos, yeah, they, <laughs> hey, you say never judge a book by its cover. I do all the time, oh, and so yes, you can't get me with a title. But when I saw the most satisfying L's in boxing, I was just like, click, I know there's, I know there's click, a couple people on here click. that I do not like, and yeah. I would not mind losing. I mean, watching to see. Good to see some more Joe's highlights. I mean, I got a couple. You you want to go first? You want me to? I want to go first. Okay, go ahead. My first one is going to be Broner versus Medina. (laughs) That's my number one. That's my number one right there. I was so glad watching him smash his mouth and and his corner and panic, like looking at him, like, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm cool." Yeah, no, you wasn't. Oh, it was great. I loved it. I loved it. All right, you go. You You know what's good. You know what's good when you get knocked out. Are knocked down, and then the memes just last for a while. That's when you know something bad that's happened when you know to you. When you, be, when you became a me- when you became a meme. That's when you know you. Made that's good. Um, <laughs> so, give you a little bit of background story. I'm watching. I'm watching a fight. Right here, walk with me. I'm watching a fight, and then I'm in a house full of people, mm-hmm. and then I'm watching this bout, and the dude that I'm going for. I didn't think he was going to win, but I was just going for him. Okay. He was just getting worked from opening bell to the 12 rounds. Mm-hmm. So as soon as the bell, as soon as the last, the final bell ring, I was just like, all right, you guys dapped up. Everybody walked out of the house and then it's, it's a house. So, and it's, it's fight night. So it's a mm-hmm. whole bunch of people, but there's doors open. The doors open, the windows open and you know, a lot of people there. So the volume is way high. So I'm parked right outside. I hop in my car, but I still hear him. <gasps> and then I hear the new. And I was like, what? I go in there uh, and I run into a house full of mad Filipinos. Mad Filipinos. And it's the Timothy Bradley versus Manny Pacquiao fight. Now, I got a whole bunch of Filipino friends, but that sincerely touched my heart. I love them all to death. But watching, oh, he got cheated. It was Manny Pacquiao's fight. He won. That's the reason why I left early. But to see him take and to see everybody's jaw drop and I just get sit there and point in everybody's face and yell black power. (laughs) (laughs) So I started dying laughing though. But uh, that that was another one of my favorites. I don't know if it's a coincidence, but my family bet money on that fight. And Bradley won. We bet money on Bradley to win. I'm just gonna say, and this fight was in Vegas. I'm just gonna say that. Oh, okay. It was like three hundred fifty dollars. My bet pops. Yeah. Out. That's how much you won, though. And yeah. I was like, you gotta bet money on that fight. I thought Bradley was gonna win it, and I wasn't wrong. He just didn't put them. Yeah, you. We discussed I that. I was not wrong. Um. Also, uh, Brian Perella losing uh, uh, Udenis Ugas. Get out. Oh. Get out. Oh, right did now. I say something? <laughs> did I say something? He is the best dressed. And, in and because of you and his dressing is the reason why I was happy. That I want to know who his tailor is. Yeah. Let's get his tailor on the phone and find this guy. Mm-hmm. He knows how to make a good suit. You don't oh, know. I was happy about. Like I was happy about that. All right, I got one for you. I got Sergio Martinez versus Chavez Jr. Yeah. Ah, I that, that was on. Like that was on. Jr. That was on the one. I was actually going for him. That's right when he. I mean, he had that knockdown in the final twelfth yeah. round when he finally started. Now he's now he's a slow starter. Chavez Jr. is a slow starter, but he just never turned it on. He just mm-hmm. got outworked by Sergio Martinez. It was a good fight to watch. Still, natural skill. That we talked about. It. We talk about it all the just time. Just a waste of space. Yeah. Right. Um, so we're on Chavez. I got one more. Chavez Senior versus De La Hoya. Now I've never. I, I'm gonna say I'm not a fan of the family. I'm just gonna say that I'm not a fan of the family because of because of the the Chavez and Pernell Whitaker. Yeah. That's right. I'm not a fan of the family because of that one. So watching De La Hoya just beat him down for 12 rounds. Now, granted, he'd be down, old man. But for beat him hey, down for 12 rounds, another thing was, he yeah, was in the ring. Hey, you took the job. You took the job. That one's on you. What you got? Ricky Hatton and Mayweather. Mm. And the only reason. This was a fight where I actually picked Ricky Hatton to win. I, I, would, I would not doubt why you wouldn't. I understand. I understand that. But I liked it just because of the press conference. And the way Ricky Hatton was talking to Mayweather, 
and Mayweather had one of those smirks that yeah. just like I'm gonna kill you. Like, 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 like and he, even like, like, yeah, like no, not like the Kobe. <laughs> watch, watch your mouth, man. It's not happening. No, but he had one. Of, but no, Ricky Hatton was just like he said. You know, usually I don't like being away from my kids this long, but you know, with Mayweather over there, it's like I got a six-year-old running around anyway. And he was just going at him like Ricky. Like honestly, it made funny, me right? want to. It made me want to fight him. I was that's just like, funny, hey, though, right? that, that's hilarious that too. Was, that was so, funny. and you saw how you saw how those hooks landed on a uh, Ricky Hatton. Yeah, and I, I think I think Mayweather slump. broke his fractured his hand in that fight too because he that was last that. time he that's that's last time he knocked anybody out. Uh, Victor Ortiz. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right too. Yeah, which counted. That's counted. Kept protect hey, stuff all the time. That's what he gets. That's what you get. That's what yeah. you get. He, he shouldn't um, have panicked in the ring. Shouldn't have panicked. Also, um, and you know, I always take any chance to uh, bash the sport. Ronda Rousey losing to Holly Holm. <laughs> I think that probably might be one of the that be probably one of the best ones because it's just like you know you see now even though I think Ronda Rousey is kind of cute. It, it was kind it of, was work yeah I think she's I bad totally I think she's bad yeah hey. she's no Gina Carano I would, but I'll, if you I'll, haven't seen I'll Entourage the one scene that I saw <laughs> I, I would last sixty seconds last sixty seconds I would last sixty seconds in the ring just to to get that shot to get that uh, shot that shot at shot, the title more shots at uh MMA so Ronda Rousey's in the news today because she's gotten a fight coming up in a couple months for against Amanda Nunez who's the current champion. Now, not to even speak on this too much, how do you come off a loss and then you fight the current champion who's not the person who defeated mm. you? So not a rematch, but what are you doing, UFC? MMA? I have an explanation what, 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 for this like, one too because uh, I was listening to another show. Um, they're pretty good. They're on SoundCloud. I like them. They're all right. Uh, but they had a great breakdown for the UFC. And they didn't, they just talked about they were looking at their cards and they're like they, they they got no pay per view cards they got nothing coming up yeah after this year they got nothing yeah. and that's why we got Rousey coming in like this being able to get this Nunez shot but UFC and now, you guys you guys are a joke yeah you I'm not gonna say joke. that to their no, face no I just no we're, I'm not to tell them that's the reason why I give you the hood pass. You, you with me, you with me. As long as you stay <laughs> with me, right. you're you're safe. This is the reason why. Well, you, no, how do you pass, come? How do you call, come off? How call do you, shooter. He will verify it right now. How do you come off a loss and, and then get you get the, and get a title get shot? Title that's shot, not yeah. boxing. You get a loss, your career may be over. Because that's perfect for the for the UFC man. And, then, and after I say this, we're to stop. It's perfect for them because what they wanted was for Rousey to fight Misha Tate because she already beat Misha Tate multiple times. It was very. Where's nice. Misha Tate from? She's from the town. Tag town again. That's right. She's from the town. But Misha Tate, oh my God, if you're listening, just call me. But this is what happens because that's what they wanted. They want to give Rousey just the belt back, right? They were hoping. That's the cash cow. They were hoping a, a Holmes rematch, but not really because they, they didn't, because it'll be the same thing again if they fought again. Because I think Holmes will get in her head and, and just has her mentally beat now that she knocked her out. But it's, it's all they wanted. But as you learn in the sport of the sweet science, it might take five years to get what you want, no matter how bad it is when you see him get schooled. Now, another L that I was satisfied with was Danny Garcia versus Matisse. Because everybody was like, Matisse this, and I like Danny Garcia. This is my dude. And I, I, don't think, I don't think we were hanging then yet, right? Where I, I can tell you that. Man, shut up. No one wants to hear about that. Another one that you might like was Canelo versus Mayweather. Um... Multiple reasons why I'm happy about that fight because Canelo's got a record, possibly padded, but I'm not saying that because I don't know if I'd fight his former opponents, but he wasn't ready, and now this is how, what kind of model American I am. I got mad when I heard the boos during the national anthem. I was P.O.'d. So, I was rooting for Mayweather, first and only time. And I was glad to see him give him a boxing lesson and school that boy. I loved it. Danny Garcia was also on that card. What you got? You got something else? Was there no, you I'm got? Done. I said I'm you crossed someone out because you were there I'm, with me. Is that the reasons? I'm, I'm done. All right. Then let's talk about some of the most tragic L's. When was the L you saw and you hurt in the ring? Mine, the first one off my bat was when John Paxson hit the three-pointer against the Phoenix Suns. I was like, no. And then we're going to... Boxing. One of them. One was the Corrales versus Castillo too. Yeah, that was a rough one. The second one, Castillo was overweight. 
couldn't, didn't even make the freaking scales. And then Corrales still took the fight, but that's when we saw a faded Corrales near the end of his career. So that was a hard one for me to watch. Well, to the, the kind of segue off what you were saying, um, on the flip side of that coin, the Danny Garcia-Lucas Matisse fight, I, I thought Danny Garcia was just a little pretty boy. And the way he took down Lucas Matisse, it made me look bad because I was telling everybody, oh, man, this, this fight, I was like, this done. This isn't going to, hey, if this guy lasts three rounds, I'll give him. And he outboxed him he and he showed, him. he worked him. That was one of, um, one of the fights that really made me fall in love with boxing because I didn't have a... I didn't have uh, the influence that you did when it came to boxing. You know, it's uh, growing up in Virginia, you know, mm -hmm. you, you heard the taunts of Pernell Whitaker and stuff yeah. like that. And mm -hmm. then you got the Tysons and stuff like that. Um, but what made me, no other sport gave me the anxiety of when the first time Tyson and Holyfield walked into the <sighs> ring. And I just remember, I, I don't think I've ever Getting felt, chills. I don't think I've ever Felt anything like that still to this day. It's finally day. here. It's finally there. And um, just the first and second fight, I don't. I, I think the losses were devastating for me that I, I just couldn't hold it. It was because I felt so empty. It's just like being with a girl or being in a relationship and they just leave you with no explanation. It's why? just like, why? 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 <laughs> what like, did I do wrong? I, just, no, talk to me. Talk, you can leave. That's fine. Just talk to me. But just no, me no, there's got to be more. There's got to be more. That's that <laughs> that Tyson Holyfield fight. It really touched a nerve still to that this day. That was an amazing so, fight. Uh, um, I met. That fight just poster hangs in my living room because that's one of my favorite fights of all time. Why? It was just it, well I, because it was just it was iconic. It was our it was it was today's Mayweather Pacquiao. Yeah. The fight took forever to happen. Yeah. And when it finally happened, Mike Tyson was still the most feared man on the planet. This dude is still one of the most feared man, men on the planet. If you he's want, he's the nicest guy but ever. He's the nicest guy ever, apparently. No, now he is, anyways. Nah, I, I just remember I hated Holyfield since the day of, but then I saw him on a plane. I got his autograph. I let it slide. Nice though. guy. Nice. Not nice guy. Nice guy. So I will say something about that first fight, but you know, I saw him. He was there. He knew it was up. Now, Sergio Martinez versus Paul Williams. I'm a Sergio Martinez fan, but I also like the Punisher Paul Williams. Yeah. Because he was the first one to take down Margarito when nobody wanted to fight him. And, you know, he came in. You also might find this fight in the KTFO section. Just go ahead and download that Squared Circle app. It's available in the Google Play Store. It's available in iOS App Store. you got to get it. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and iTunes. Tell your friends and family about it. We're on SoundCloud. We're on everywhere. We're in the Squared Circle app. Hit us up at TalkSmack101 or Squared Circle 101, whichever one's showing up. Uh, we're still working on that, but you can definitely hit us up on Gmail at Squared Circle 101. And we're also available on Instagram. We might even add you. We're still private right now because we're about to go live. we got some good things coming up with Instagram. It's going to be some entertaining Snapchat stuff. Too. We, got a couple, we got a couple things lined up for yeah. you guys. Snapchat. Now, if I send you a Snapchat directly... Don't open it because it might not have been for you. I'm letting you know right now. And that's us. I'm talking to you too, especially. And don't open it because it might change your thoughts about your boy. But wait, let's get back to the sweet science. And that's what we're here to talk about today. Make sure you hit us up. Tell your friends and family about us. Listen to the podcast. Listen to the show. Pure Entertainment is the power hour of boxing. Now, Sergio Martinez, Paul Williams, have you seen that KTFO? No. What? I don't think I have. Look it up right now. Get to work. So it was it was only two rounds of boxing there. Paul Williams just walked right into a left hand and fell face first. I thought he was dead. Wait a minute. I think I've seen the highlights. Of it. I don't think I watched the fight. But you know what? <laughs> highlight. I, highlight. Highlight. That's all you needed to show. First round was a feeling out round. And I think it was a third or fourth punch in the second round. Paul Punisher Williams, you might know him. Um Recently paralyzed from yeah, a motorcycle, motorcycle accident. accident. Uh, yeah. let, let's pull up his resume real quick. We're going to talk about Paul Punisher Williams. Because wait, who's your favorite Marvel comic character? The Punisher. That's right. So let's let's go ahead and let's let's pull up Paul Williams today. Since, since we told, we're doing something a little bit different. Yeah. Forty-one and two, twenty-seven knockouts, what man. This well, guy, who's on his resume right for fights? So Sergio Martinez, mm -hmm. we just talked twice though. So and then he beat him the first time, even though he got slept the second time. Yeah. Ares Randy Laura, which he beat, and we all know about Laura. We talk about that, that was guy. a robbery, but we we got him. So you, you already mentioned that uh, Antonio Margarito. 
So he he's got some he's got some people on here, man. Mm, not a bad resume. So, good good little career. Uh, hopefully everything's still good with you there. He's a, he's training. He's training uh, other boxers and mm. fighters and stuff like that, which uh, which I watch. <sighs> I'm gonna save any jokes that I have for this one. No, there's no uh, jokes. Yeah, no, there's a couple. But it's like it's like it's like the first scene in a, a scary movie though. You know when they they had a little picture of the small penis and it was like he's like hey you'd make fun of a kid in a wheelchair would you? <laughs> Yeah, I digress. Give me a tragic loss. Um, Another one. I want one more from you. You want one more from me? Um, your boy, Magic Man, and uh, Roy Jones. The nah, second. Nah. Oh no, that no, that, not the Magic Polly? Man. Polly. When uh, Polly. Versus Zab Judah. Ah, that that was another. That was loss. a faded Zab that, Judah that right there. Fade, that was that a faded Zab Judah. And then um, that that one hurt. But then also um. Oh, give me, I want, I want some feelings. I want one. When he lost, you were like, oh. Because I felt it when you told him about hate, the Tyson Hunt. Like, hey, oh. hey. When Antonio Tarver beat Roy Jones, I still can't look at Antonio Tarver, man. I made every excuse in the world for Roy Jones when he lost to Antonio Tarver twice, man. Yeah, man, because the he thing won is, the first he, time, he, no, he, he lost. No, he lost. He, 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 he yeah, got the one, but yeah. yeah. But so he, he goes to heavyweight. And I was just like, oh, that's the reason why. Because he was going, he came down. He, yeah, he came down. And it Which just, uh, I, thought, I thought the weight, the fluctuation of the he weight. He should have done it. That, it that's just, one of the reasons why he probably got KO'd. But, but that, was a, that was another one that got to me. So, Even to this day, I can't stand looking at Antonio Tarver. And it's not that I got against him. It's little just known how he fact beat. about that is that was the first time I heard my father tell me KTFO. <laughs> Which is a section in the Squared Circle app. If you don't have it, by the way, check it out. Because it's pure entertainment. Yeah, now that was a that was a rough one, I bet, for, for big Roy Jones fans. Roy Jones is one of those guys for me. I'm not the biggest fan of Roy Jones because he was a little annoying sometimes. But, I, but it was like Michael Jordan. I'm glad that for my lifetime, I got to witness this man's career. Yeah. You know? So, tragic losses. Another one I thought was um, John John Molina versus Ruslan Provodnikov. Because I was really going for a Russian Rocky on that one. That's my dude. That's, that's Siberian Rocky, man. Get his name right. Siberian I, I was Rocky. going for him. That's my dude right there. And and, and and this Molina didn't bring the kind of fight we wanted to see. We wanted to see him brawl it out like he did with Batiste. But his corner did him right. They were they, they had him fight smart. And then also the frustration on Provodnikov. He had that frustration in his face like, like I'm just done with this. Like I'm done with boxing. You know, and, and that's something to see that I don't like with... Uh, when, when it's one of your dudes, it's one of the guys you cheer for. I became a fan of him when he fought uh, Timothy Bradley, which is which is another fight I'm a big fan of. All right, and and that's 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 another big tragic loss there. What else we got? You got you got any more in there? No, nah, I'm I'm done with that, okay. man. It, it was already depressing as it is. Uh, one of the things we wanted to go over today, if you guys haven't heard already, that uh, there was like a kind of like a little suicide watch ah. with uh, Adrian Broner that happened. Um, now this he, is normally where I will. Try to have something funny to say. Or at least nah, I think it's funny. It's, it's, but not this time. Nah. And I don't like Broner at all. I don't like Boner at all. But you still had to throw that in. You still had to throw that in. Nah, he, uh, he <laughs> he's on, if you look at his Instagram page, he, he said he's done with it. He's over it. And he has a, he has a photo of a Glock on his, uh, on a, on a, in his car. And then, uh, 9 millimeter, by the way. Yeah. And then he goes, uh, and then the next one, Shakes it just said 25, it said 25 minutes. And then we didn't know if it was a countdown or whatever. And then you see all the people who's actually worried about him on this page. Now, you know, suicide's never, suicide's never a funny thing to deal with. It's, 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 my personal opinion though, I think it's really selfish, man. It's a coward way out. It's a coward way out. It's a coward way out. Especially for a guy like Broner because he's been surrounded by yes men. Yeah. Hype men his whole life. Yeah. He has people with zero talent around him who, who live based on his survival. They yeah. survive on his survival. Yeah. They have no real job there. They just, what, they hey, exist. yes, sir. Like, he, this brother had another brother brushing his head in the ring. That was his dad. His dad was brushing his head <laughs> in the ring. Was I wrong when I said brother? I thought nah, I thought nah, I, nah, I, I, thought I just, meant it right. Nah, it's B-R-O-T-H-A. Like the, nah, I was like, no, oh, he had his pops, that, right. even as a yes man. But, just because uh, like, we're boys, um, that means we're... <laughs> nah, but um, but our later reports came out to say that uh, his he's doing well, he's fine. Don't know exactly what it is. Uh, as soon as we reach out more for you, yeah. I I don't I don't like. I'm not saying it was. I don't like attention horse. 
Ooh. Hopefully that's not what it was. Grief Hopefully coaching. this was a, you know, I don't like, I don't like. So you know what I got to say about that. Ricky Burns, jump on this. Get him on the horn now. Make this fight. If you want to get a, a W on Adrian Broner, if you can get him to sign this fight, you have the mental edge. Well, the um, what I was reading actually, though, was like, yeah, that's February's the target it's, date. February's the target date, but I was actually reading that uh, that um, Adrian Broner may have may try to get a fight uh, in December Ooh, before the Ricky Burns fight. A little That'd be smart. Because the last, be smart. last person he fought was get his Ashley, confidence up. Ashley Theo Payne. I mean, he he whooped him. Whooped him. him. Yeah, he whooped him. Nothing. So um, just Whoop another him. just another little. Uh, fluffer fight before he gets in there <laughs> too fight. so so you're not going to be able to get uh so he's not going to be able to get him right away he's going to get another fight in before there good job or bad job to have the fluffer in, in pornography <laughs> max dynamite's always there <laughs> never needed one <laughs> never needed one he never does now here's one thing that you brought up to me earlier today that i thought was really good the missing 24 7 in all access I miss twenty. Like, and the thing is, they still have they still have like the HBO stories, and they still have all access stories. But when when Mayweather was reigning supreme and he was tight, when HBO twenty four seven, even when you didn't like him, they had a story week to week, a month before the fight. Every what was it Saturday or Sunday or whatever they would have Saturday. the new twenty four seven come out where it was just a half an hour show that allowed you to look inside their training camps and all that kind of stuff and their background stories and it led all you the way. Argue, that was those were my you could argue that was the birth of Hard Night Knox came from that show. It, they've been doing it for years because Hard Knocks been out for what five years or so like that and twenty four seven and all that they've been doing it before then that was a great that was a great way to promote the fight because it always give you that hey maybe this guy can beat him all right but I missed that storyline before that we have the fight mm -hmm. we have I mean look think about it we got Pacquiao Vargas we got um, I'd watch it yeah no but you got uh, Sergey Kovalov Andre Ward why where is this one yeah this is this, the one we want to see I want to see behind you so and then um, and then you got um. Uh, Nicholas Walters. You got That's Nicholas, Wal you got Nicholas Walters. I want to see that one too. So, like, you got all these fights. No, November's going to be a great see, month some for good boxing. Fights coming up. And I so want to see what's behind the scenes. I want to hear the trash talk. I want to hear what's going on. I want to see the family. I want to hear the respectful trash talk between Kovalev and Ward. Yeah, I want to see. Yeah, because it's not because like even if you look at all their pictures, like they're not even wolfing at each other. They're just like man. They are. If like, I could like fight, subliminal if, yeah. If I could fight you right now, I would. I would. I'd fight you right now. And that's that's. I miss that. I miss that in all access and Ooh. like just they just need to promote these fights more. They would get so many people if they I, I I don't know. I mean maybe it's easier said than done, but like I miss those those stories leading up to cause right now that's and maybe all this that's, is a good month just to bring it up for our side of the argument. Just because maybe we've listed all the fighters that they the possible. Canelo may be the only other one that's worth having a twenty four seven or all access to. I, the, the, I don't mind reading so, Subtitles the whole time for yeah, Canelo, but even then, but even then, how are some how are some people like? I would have loved to hear more of Liam Smith before that many, fight started. Yeah, well, yeah, but how many people are like us that are actually sitting out here researching these mm. fighters and seeing all and seeing everything that we know about them, and that we're telling these people? Now, I um, am looking forward to Max Kellerman's face off with Kovalev and Andre, Andre Ward. Ward. Yeah, I am looking forward to that. Yeah. Now, one thing that we were going to do, what we didn't get to, is watch the fight game because you got the fight game right here with your power hour of boxing. We're here to talk about it and discuss the sweet science. Make sure you download the app. Tell your friends and family about it, please. We need the feedback. We even had a couple of new listeners. We love you. Check us out on SoundCloud. Make sure you click those likes. Next, I'm about to get some things on SoundCloud together and put a little playlist of all the ones that I like to listen to because I, I was going to introduce you, my man here, as the Black Johnny Depp, but I didn't know if anybody would get the joke because Johnny Depp doesn't watch his own movies because he's that confident about it, and that's what I love about you, my brother. Uh, yeah, I don't. It was funny when people attack. We actually get people that talk about our show, yeah, man. Yeah. It is really surprising. It, it was not surprising. I honestly think we put out good product, and I love doing this stuff like that. But no, what I said it. Granted, I don't know what I said half the time, but yeah, you know, but yeah, maybe. <laughs> but at the it was same me. time, no, I'm not gonna listen. I'm not gonna listen to our own show. Yeah, but um, but don't say the black Johnny Depp because his movies suck. Except for Blow, like it, I can't do the Donnie piracy. Brasco. Donnie Brasco, yeah, old Johnny Depp. I can't do this Tim Burton Johnny. Oh, she's talking about Johnny Depp. His his fourth minutes of fame in that movie. Yeah, that's a, that's, TV that's show. Enough. That's it was a TV show. He was I know a that star one. Of. I'm talking about the twenty. Uh, man, well, look, man, you're you're killing. I wouldn't call him a diva, but he's my diva. <laughs> All right, now, oh, another one here. We got, we got a couple things to talk about. We have 25 boxers removed from the WBC rankings. 
Yes, we do. So uh, the WB was it WB or WBC? I WBC. Think it was, yeah, it was WBC. They uh, initiated uh, early some early this year that everybody would have to sign in and check in to sure. to keep the sport clean, mm-hmm. which is really under. Uh, under Understandable. Uh, I don't mind. I don't mind. I don't mind uh, it at all. I don't mind performance enhancing drugs in football, in baseball, baseball. boxing. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. I. I if not, I'm let's here. just go back to the gladiator days. Give him a sword and give him a yes, shield. Yes, right. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah. So it was. Um, I'm, I'm glad that they had it, but mm-hmm. you had a lot. 25 boxers got dropped by WBC. Um, One of them, Amir Khan. Amir Khan. But I actually looked up and I was reading that he actually finally. You know, registered today and he's getting it done. But here, I'm just going to name, I'm not going to even say I'm going to name a few. I'm going to name all these cats because there's a lot. There's a lot of them. You got David Haymaker Hayes. Called you out. uh, Jean Pascal. Called you out. You got Amir Khan, we said. Lamont Peterson. Where you at, son? uh, Eureka Scamboa. Where you been? Even even Felix Verdejo is Uh, in there. You get a pass on that one. But still, you they've initiated this, and I, th- well, I, I guess say it, it was like in April or something you like that. Like online, nobody, I assume. <laughs> so you got Jose Uskazagi, uh, Gabe Gabe Rosado. Uh, I understand Gabe Rosado. I understand Gabe Rosado. He's like he's retired he for the he's moment. Busy. You got Rancis Bartholomew, Bartholomew Hank Lunday. Uh, let me see who else is on here. Brian Valoria, ah. Javier Mendoza, Angel Casca. Acosta, I mean, you got you got quite a few big names in here. People like you guys just don't care. Yeah, well, I don't get it. Like, I know you got the email. If your <laughs> agent got the email, your manager got the email. All right, unless unless some of those names maybe like Brian Valora, Arnold, who has no fights seen in the future, but not fully retired, who's been in a lot of good fights, uh, a, d- a decent name, good guy. Um, <clears throat> for him not to register, I get it. He's in the Philippines where we've had other name fighters accused of. Performance events. <laughs> who, who, Shots fired. Who can remain Shot. nameless? <laughs> Even like my man Shooter on the N one tapes. But, <laughs> hey, that's an inside joke. You Don't guys got to do it. You got to register because we need to keep the sport clean for health and safety reasons. Because we don't want to see nobody die in the ring. We might be screaming for you to die, but we don't want to see you to die. You know, this is this is this is the world we live in. This is what we do, right? And all you guys, get get with the freaking program. All right, let's get it. Let's get it started. The champ is here. 300K pay-per-view buys for Canelo versus Liam Smith. De La Hoya actually happy with that. I was impressed. Oh, what what is there what is there to think about? Where's Liam Smith from? England. He's a champion, right? Yeah. He's a champion. Okay, so you got England's champion. Yeah, intercontinental. Where's Canelo Alvarez from? Mexico. There's a few thousand people. Yeah, pay-per-view access in Mexico? They, they got something. They got they probably using the same. Not just Corona system. and boxing. <laughs> yeah. No. So I understand it doing three hundred thousand pay-per-view buys. I mean they got they got a huge following. Which and the fight card was, you know, subpar, but at the same time they're gonna support them. You know what I was thinking about with that? Hmm. US has an oversaturated market with sports. For the simple fact, since we have football, since we have basketball, since we, we have, have four baseball, majors, we have four majors, we have hockey, yep. you know, soccer, soccer still get, is MLS is making, like rise, making, a, making a rise, making a rise. Hey, I was at one of them Sounders games. It's it's it was it was fun, and the crowd was hyped. Yeah, so like I think that's the reason why you know people aren't into boxing as much for the simple fact that we don't have. We don't have them that we have all those other things to watch. I think that's why mm-hmm. people don't follow it as much, though. And I, I streamed it. I, I didn't pay for it, but I watched it. Definitely watched it. So I, I was it. surprised. Now, one more thing we're going to talk about. Then we got another little segment here. Uh, Triple G, Daniel Jacobs, I guess they have problems with negotiations. Yeah. So there's. There's a couple of things that at first I completely thought I didn't want the Miracle Man, Daniel Jacobs. I, I thought he was I thought he was scared. That that's my first. That Man my doesn't first fear thing. death. He doesn't fear death. I, I thought he was scared, but there's I can't remember which show we did it on, but uh, it was kind of on the borderlines of, of the way Canelo Alvarez is doing it, the way Mayweather did. Abel Sanchez it. is quoted, like, "How do you beat a man who doesn't fear death? Who yeah, already but, beat death?" But, but no, it's not. I don't even think it's that though. So say if I don't know. Those are the kind of maybe this is just me. This is why this, a, is why this is why I'm a. a, a uh, what's the guy uh, from ESPN? Uh, is, 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 you man, my man Teddy Atlas. 
I like him because he's so theatrical with it. And when I hear, how do you beat a man who beat death? Those are the, when I hear that, I'm like, That's a, this is a guy that your punches just don't hurt. And this is me maybe getting into the hype. But let's negotiate this and get this done. No, um, the reason why I'm looking at it is, is this is, if he fights Triple G, this is going to be at the height of, this is going to be the height of his paydays. Mm -hmm. There's no, there's not going to be any, so right now, right now they're in a perfect. No, I don't say that because a fight between Daniel James and Canelo would be a great fight. It would be, it would be great. Okay. Daniel Jacobs versus Kell Brook. Now, what if, like say what if. The Canelo fight and the Daniel, the, 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 the yeah, no, but the you say if you got Canelo versus Triple G, and then Daniel Jacobs fights him afterwards, it's not going to be as high as his payday, but it'll still be a better, it'll still be a better payday. It'll be a better, better payday because right now with this purse did, it could it if if Daniel Jacobs team wins, this could end up on PBC, and then you're going to lose out on a whole bunch of money down the future. Uh, I, I don't know how I don't know how they're going to do this right now. They said it's sanctioned. They're in WBA's uh, favor for mm -hmm. uh, Triple G's corner is a seventy five twenty five split for it in favor Ooh. of the undefeated fighter. Ooh, uh, Triple G. I mean, so like, ah. is it the money? Is the money seventy thirty? Come on, yeah, we do sixty five. 35, come on, what do you see? 35, Daniel Jacobs has got a following, he's, he's from Brooklyn, he's, he's New Yorker. He's got to fight him and he's an interim. He's, not, he's, he's, he's got a following, he deserves a, more a, than 25%. Yeah, he does. He deserves way more than 25%. Mm -hmm. Don't insult the man, don't disrespect the man, not the miracle man like this, because the miracle could happen any day of the week. Yeah, and One the thing is, I think, he, I, think, well, I think he has the, um, he actually has the boxing skills and he does have the endurance and he does have the power to... To win a decision, a knockout? Don't think so, but... Now, my man right here also had a great idea, which I love. It was a beautiful idea. It's a new segment I think we're going to do with up-and-coming fighters we might choose from Showbox New Generation, uh, up-and-coming fighters that we might name if they're new Olympians turning pro. But it, we're going to call this Champ or Chump. Because when you listen to the show, Squared Circle 101... Follow us on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. We're on any podcast app you can think of. You can find us there. All right? Look us up. And make sure you subscribe and tell your friends and family. But it's going to be Champa Chump with the Champ is here. That's the new segment that we got going on. Now, we got some list of names in here. We're going to try to keep this names that we've mentioned at least. So this way nobody has to get super crazy and pull out their phones, try to look them up. Uh, first, this is what we're going to do. We're going to do two. Champa Chump here. And I'm going to give you this one. Ugas. And then Brian Perella. So Ugas, Champ or Chump? So the, with Champ, Champ or Chump with uh, Ugas, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say he could be a champ. Mm -hmm. The reason why I'm gonna say he could be a champ is the same way he beat uh, Brian Goodfella Perella. He just outworked you. Outworked him. I will take the heart over almost anything because, like, no matter what, if he keeps going forward, he keeps putting those hands on you, and then you saw. You saw his, his fight that he had before he had before last man. I mean, he he started well, to come back. Before, yeah, he all yeah. he's he's coming back. So like, I'm gonna say this guy could be a future champion. Now the the only reason why I was sort of hesitating in the beginning, he's a welterweight. Mm. That division we've had we've talked about this before. Stacked. That welterweight stacked. division is stacked. So you're gonna you're gonna hope people are either gonna get out of there. But that's the that's the mm. beauty and the. The beast of the welterweight division in boxing period. You have so many divisions. So who's to say he can't sneak up in there and take Ooh. a title, IBF or WA, depending on who uh, who he fights. Now I was gonna say let's talk about Perella next, but we talk about him enough. All right. Uh, well, uh, yeah. Oh, what's the yeah. matter? You don't think? What, what do you think? About your man? If I give you if I give you an answer today based off his performance with Ugas, I'm gonna say Chump. I'll tell you that right now, and that's hard to say because he's Italian. I like Perella. He's best dressed in boxing, but. He he walked in there overconfident, cocky. Thought his power was gonna be there for him, yeah. and he got he got effing worked. He got worked. A little disappointing, but this is only based off of that performance. You can still be a champ, but since you gotta put me on the spot, I'll give you an answer and I'll be real with it. Yeah. Now let's talk about who you had up there, because that's who I want to talk about next. Right there, the man on the screen, Felix Felix, Felix Diaz. Diaz. He's got one loss. Who's his one loss to? Lamont Peterson. Where you where you been, brother? <laughs> Where you been, huh? At the at the at the battlefield or what's the name of that place in DC? Uh, the Armory. The Armory. I was way off. You've been just there <laughs> hanging out, working out. Now, 
Felix Diaz had a great win over Sammy Vasquez, which is a fight they shouldn't have took, but a fight you should have took because Felix Diaz is the only gold medalist from the Dominican Republic. Is that correct? Where's he from? Dominican Republic. You are correct. Yes. I, I love that country, too. If you've ever been. I haven't been yet. You'll never come back. Ha. Huh. Wait, so are you inviting me there? You can come if you want so to. So you heard man, the recordings you, here. If, I'm, if you can't find me, you know where I'm at. DR. Hey, those are goals we're going to set as we inspire to be the best at what we do yeah. and talk some smack in the squared circle 101 because these are your lessons. Felix Diaz, Felix I think Diaz. he is going to be a champ. I think he is going to be a threat to this boxing. The confidence this boy brings in the ring, the experience that he has in his background – I think he's going to be a clear threat at 147. Well, he, I mean, uh, just like we say, the, the loss. He the, was robbed in that Lamont Peterson. The Lamont Peterson, you, and then that also iron sharpens iron. So you get better by those mm -hmm. also. And then he, Sammy Vasquez is a good, was a good solid, kind of, uh, prospect. And then what this better with better him, preparation for that fight, he might have won. Because yeah. he took, Felix Diaz took the fight on like a week, two, two three weeks notice. Mm -hmm. So now, anytime that happens, you're usually destined to lose. Now, when you, you beat, you beat uh, Sammy Vasquez, mm -hmm. he was 18. Now, he's, Felix Diaz is 18-1 with eight knockouts. So he doesn't have knockout power, so that means he's a boxer. He's going to work you. So he's going to work you. And then I've seen boxing take people far. You don't get too many, you don't get too many animals. Probably Malinaji. So-called the best jabs, jabs in boxing, game. right so, there. You know, I can definitely, you know, you can see that. Man, the best, one of the best commentators, Ryan, Ryan Carl, Ooh, Cowboy. This, I'm this is the take white version this. of Canelo Alvarez. Who, this is who you thought Canelo Alvarez was. They're long Ryan lost Carl. twins. I'm going. I'm going champ. Really? The reason why I'm going champ too is like honestly, out of the welterweights that we did talk about, I think he has the power. I think he has the endurance, mm -hmm. and I think he has the chin, and he can mm -hmm. box. I will take him over any of the other welterweights uh, who's up and coming in these prospects. Ryan Carl, I think he has everything what it takes to be uh, something uh, of a big name. Whether he holds on to that title is not, but I think he will be a champion one day. Let's go back to Sammy Vasquez. This is a proud American right here who served his country. Has the one loss of yeah. Felix Diaz. Great talent, great skill. Mm -hmm. Gives back to his fellow veterans because yeah. he had his own PSC psycholo psychological issues. Um, it's a lot that these guys go through. I don't feel too sorry for them because they raised their hands and took the job. But at the same time, I love my freedoms. I love my smartphone. I love the internet. I love discussing the sweet science with you. You're so simple. What do you think, Champ or Chump? Ooh. As he sits and looks patiently, trying to make his final decision. I'm going to say chump. Golf clap. Golf clap. Thank you. I'm going to say chump. Uh, and it's not even because, just like I gave Ooh. Felix Diaz the that nod, why he would be. to say to the well, war hero. Hey, man. Hey, I can't help with the truth, and I can't help with my opinions. Like, you can't fault me for mm -hmm. that either. And it's not even because, you can't say just because he lost, and that's the reason why I'm giving him a chump. No, the way that he got outworked, it, it, you should never be. If you lose, you lose, but you should never let the person you can the person can be more talented, you can be faster, you can you but, find you can a way to win. but you can find a way to win and never let the person outwork you. Mm. That's I mean that's the reason why. So Ooh, you might have might have just changed my answer because my first answer was champ, but I don't because the way he owned it at the end, yeah. he didn't make any excuses. Yeah. And he said everything he did wrong. Like a champion should do that yeah. can come back and win. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say champ because I like Sammy Vasquez. All right. I'm going to say champ. I, I, hey, I hope I'm wrong. Oh, I'm ho I, I like hope that. I'm wrong I like because that. this well, like this welterweight division it was the terrible and the beauty of it. The terrible things about it and the beauty of it is they're going to run into each other. To get to that mm -hmm. top, you got to run into each other, man. So some of these cats, they gonna, you can't help it. The welterweight is stacked. Hey. It's stacked. The next one up is that well is gonna be that middleweight division and guys Super that can go. Yep. So the, the one I, I got one more I got I don't know if you got any more after this one but the one I want to talk is about man sweet hands. Caleb Plant. I'm going with Champ. I'm going with Champ on I'm this one. I'm going with Champ. Caleb, I'm going with Champ Caleb too. Sweet hands. Sweet Plant. hands. He. Plant. I, we said it on this. Show, we said it on this show already. I like, like this, this guy. guy. Power a lot. in both hands. Power. Style and swag. A little bit of showboat, but pure boxer. Mm -hmm. Fast, quick hands, great counter punching. He's 
Yeah. 14-0, 10 knockouts, man. I'm I'm rolling with this dude. Mm-hmm. He hasn't fought he hasn't fought nobody yet. Uh super middleweight division, but I hey man, I think when he he'll make noise. He'll make noise. So I'm uh You got one more? The, no, I'm done, I'm done after that. I, how you feeling right now, my brother? I feel, feel great, man. You feel good today? Now, because we just got done discussing the sweet science in your power hour of boxing. And you know where we're at. This is Squared Circle 101. Make sure you follow us. All right, make sure you listen to us on SoundCloud. Make sure you tell your friends and family about it. Now, we got a couple more things we're going to talk about here. One last thing that I want to touch on. You got Danny Garcia coming up versus Samuel Vargas. Who? Uh, Samuel Vargas? Who? He's from Colombia. Who? I saw him once fight. Who? Danny Garcia? I've heard, I know him, but who is he fighting? Joe Ish the Ragman? Basically, man, you're fighting a bum, man. You could have sent me to we fight. We don't believe you. You need more people. You <laughs> go, man, look, you haven't you haven't been in the ring in quite a while. We haven't seen your face. I know you're holding on to the belts. I don't know which. I'm not going to say you're scared or anything like that. But we haven't heard from you a long time, and you come back with this. You you better be fighting in another. You better be fighting real soon after that. And this may better be a tune up. And you, I want to hear some names behind that, man, because people are already calling you. Out your name, I ain't gonna do it because you know I'm still trying to come up in the world and right. I ain't nobody yet. But when I get there, I'm definitely gonna be able to say hey, to your 140 pound face. Starting, I like Danny Garcia, but starting to sound like he's swift to take the weak opponent. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. I see, I see what you did there. I see what you did. <laughs> now, there. one last thing we're gonna talk on: Floyd Mayweather Jr. Um, a, one of the best boxers of my era. I'm not even a fan of the man, but he had a good line. He talked about because some of the Al Heyman fighters. The PBC is one of the best things for boxing right now. They have a large stable of fighters, but it sounds like they spoiled their fighters a little too early, too soon. Floyd Mayweather Jr. said that he thinks these fighters should purses should be a little bit smaller, didn't pay a little bit too much. Now, on one side of the argument, you got, hey, I'm the one taking the punches. Yep. The other side of the argument, hey, I'm the one booking and paying for this fight to happen. Uh-huh. So whose side do you take? You know, when, when, I first, when I first heard this, it reminded me of how when Michael Jordan took um, over the Bobcats and he ended up being he ended up being on the side of the owners. I'm like, you're a, you're the greatest player of, of all, all time. time. And then, like, understand you got to have some sympathy for where you're going. Mm-hmm. Now, the reason why I can take Mayweather's side on this, not because of this, I'm just a fan, but. You always want to look. You want to, you want to look at somebody who's been there and done it. Mm-hmm. He he stood in line. He took his fight. He took his purses when he could, and then he went on his own because he built that star power and that resume himself, and he built his own brand. The reason why boxers are able to get paid what they get paid right now, anyways, is because of De La Hoya and Floyd Mayweather Jr. Yeah, and they learned from top rank. Bob Arum. Bob Arum, who's like a hundred and three. How is he still living? Do money. It's got to be. He's up there with the Watt Rothschild. Yeah. He's probably a clone. Who knows? But when you got someone who has a formula of success and you realize it and you're like, I'm not resigning. I'm going to do what you're doing. Yeah. And you succeed. Go into business for yourself. Listen to the man. Listen to the man. Even if even if he's doing it for his intentions, you don't. Time is on your side when it's the older guy schooling you. Now, said it before, said it a thousand times. That's one of the reasons why yeah. I respect the MMA portion of it. Because if you did have more managers in place and stuff like this, you would get more fights that you want to see. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to be always about the money. But being a former athlete, pay them their money. I, I, Are you I not entertained? I, I, I understand. I understand Mayweather's perspective, and he built his own brand. But mm-hmm. I'm always, I'm tired of the little man getting squeezed out, mm-hmm. man. Because like they, they they get used for the time they have them. So hey, this isn't mm-hmm. this sport is unforgiving. Hey. So I'm going. With, I'm going that's with those cats. Direct warning, because the little man is coming for you. That's why we need you to tell your friends and family about Squared Circle 101 and subscribe to us on iTunes because we're coming for you. And we're the little man right now. We are the mixed interracial couple version of twins with Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger, y'all, y'all, too, y'all, y'all too young for that. Oh, y'all bad, too young for that. Bad old, old school reference. Google it and then you'll snicker. You'll think it's funny. But yeah, 
We're here to discuss the sweet science. You can find us every single Thursday. We're on SoundCloud. Search Squared Circle. Squared Circle 101. We're in the Play Store. We're in the App Store. For the app, download the app, Squared Circle 101 of Pure Entertainment. You know you will love it. KTFO section. It's one of my favorite sections. You got an iPhone, go to it. All you're going to watch is, 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 is you want to go night-night? You want to go night-night? That's all you're going to see. It's funny. It's Pure Entertainment, Fight of the Year section, F-O-T-Y. If you just want to see some mindless violence, that's where you go for that right yeah, there. Yeah, man. Check just out Just like that. that Alexis Arguel versus Aaron Pryor. Rest in peace. Yeah, we got some new things coming out for you, too. Uh, getting our, we're about to get our internet game up and work with these Instagrams Ooh. and these uh, Snapchats hey, and all that. Boxing, I'm not a fan of it, but you know it is what it is, trying to build this Boxing has up. become a secret society, it seems like. Every time I meet other fight fans outside of a boxing match, it's just like, oh, hey. They always see me with my NWA shirt, not with Al, or any boxing shirt, my 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 uh my Rocky Balboa and uh versus uh Club of Lang shirt. They're like, hey, it's a great shirt, and then we start talking boxing because it's a secret society. It's just us, nobody else. So make sure you tell everybody else about us that are boxing fans. Or just want someone from pure entertainment. This is sweet science. Follow us at Facebook.com forward slash Squared Circle 101. Don't forget to check out that Tacoma Boxing Club. They need your love. They we moved, saw the new gym. Yeah, they moved into the new gym. It's about a third of the size, but you know One what? One ring. Yeah, but you know what, though? They're hey, going to make, make do. It's yeah. a proven system. Hope They got a little bit more attention. Hopefully, we can help them get some more. Facebook.com forward slash Tacoma Boxing Club. Facebook.com forward slash Squared Circle 101. The champ is here. You got anything else you want to say? Nah, man. I'm I got broke. something I want you to say. Give me that quote of the day real quick. Let me go back here. Let me go man. back to the notes. The quote of the day, it, it talked about struggle. Struggle has built more champions than privilege. You get a privilege to listen to us. We get a privilege to live and breathe every day. So we got to make sure when we get that struggle, we move forward and get what we need to get. And that's the champ is here saying it right now. Squared Circle 101, we out.